0: Wow! Are you going to do any? Woof, <laughs> <laughs> <LivmonYN> woof. Those are our fantastic beasts. We have no idea where you would find them.
1: Welcome to Audio Shelf.
0: A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany.
1: And we are the voices in your head.
0: For today's episode, we have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them by J.K. Rowling or Newt Scamander, whoever you want to believe wrote this book. Either a fictional person or a real person. Narrated by Eddie Redmayne who stars in the Fantastic Beast movie. Publisher is Pottermore from J.K. Rowling. The audiobook release date was March 14th, 2017. The duration is a whopping one hour and 40 minutes. The genre is contemporary animals fiction.
1: This book is actually a set textbook at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Since publication Newt Scamander's masterpiece has entertained wizarding families through the generations, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is an indispensable introduction to the magical beasts of the wizarding world. Scamander's years of travel and research have created a tome of unparalleled importance. Some of the beasts will be familiar to readers of the Harry Potter books, the Hippogriff, the Basilisk, and the Hungarian Horntail. Others will surprise even the most ardent amateur zoologists. Dip in to discover the curious habits of magical beasts across five continents. Whoa. Wow. Whoa.
0: That's a lot of continents. It's
1: a lot of dang animals. So let's talk about the performance of Mr. Redmayne.
0: Okay. This is the first time that I've actually seen or heard anything that he's in.
1: Really? I have
0: not watched any of his movies.
1: Les At all. Nope. A Theory of Everything? Nope. The one that addresses a woman? Nope. See, okay, there's a part of me that likes Eddie Redmayne, but then there's another part of me that doesn't. Really? I find his look and his face attractive Mm -hmm. in the light, but in a shade, I feel like he's a gremlin. And he has a very feminine and flamboyant and high-pitched voice.
0: Huh. See, I have just accidentally avoided everything that he's in. It's not even on purpose. So I don't have any history with him. Yeah,
1: I just feel like he needs to take a cough. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Have you ever had that kind of voice where it's just like, dude, just take a cough. Yes. And your voice will be deeper. Yes. (laughs) I mean, he's British. So it's like, you're British, you're supposed to have a hot voice. I mean, but I would still bang him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: I don't know what's wrong with you either. That whole description was like (laughs) mainly really bullying (laughs) with his looks
1: his own freckles his freckles are so cute oh my god that nose
0: i have seen of him and i have seen upon him
1: i mean i just feel like it's face adam's apple skinny body
0: isn't that every actor in hollywood
1: but for him i think the adam's apple is bigger than most people's
0: because he's so skinny yeah,
1: that's true
0: when sean was super skinny before he started beefing up he had a large adam's apple
1: really yeah i don't think i've ever had an adam's, adam's apple Maybe my Adam's apple is a fantastic beast and it can't be found.
0: It's the sixth <laughs> continent.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen to my voice. You need uh. to take a cough. <clears throat> hey, Aiden. <how> you doing?
0: <laughs> The magic of coughing.
1: <laughs> All right, so talk to me about his performance.
0: Okay, well, that's what we really were here to, <laughs> to hear originally, you asked me about that. I thought that he was very clear and he had a very clean tone to him. I liked his voice because like you said he has a british accent but i found his accent to be attractive still Mm -hmm. um sorry about it I just really like British accents, Yeah. no matter what. Mm-hmm. I thought that his breathing for the audiobook, since it is kind of different, it's a textbook that he's reading, so he's basically just doing definitions, which could have led to deep, heavy sighs in between each description. He kept it very light and very professional, and I really, really enjoyed that about his reading.
1: It was a very good book to, to listen to him. It was very short, very nice, and it was super cute. But for me, it was, it was a definition textbook kind of thing. So it was hard for me to get a good image of the story because there really wasn't a story. It was just, here are these animals that we're going to give you a short, brief description of and take it with what you will.
0: I figured that it was going to be a book that was very different because it is a textbook, quote Mm -hmm. unquote. So there aren't a lot of opportunities for him to put a voice in because he's basically reading a dictionary. And the greatest thing about this book, I have to say, are the sounds that go along with each description. Yes. There's a lot of grass rustling around, calls from animals. Mm Mm-hmm. Different wings mm-hmm. fluttering. And,
1: yeah, and chimes and just different animal things that you expect to hear. I felt like I was on a safari. Yes. Which was really, really cool. And I think this is why it was so adorable to listen to. And I just loved all the sound effects to it. Yeah. Felt like I was in a safari in a magical world.
0: Yeah, like a little hat. Mm-hmm. Without a gun.
1: No, no. Because no. I don't
0: want to shoot any of these animals. They're too no. cute. Exactly. Even the ones that seem mean. Mm-hmm. I would just let them eat me.
1: And another thing about this audiobook, you mentioned cuteness factor. After the the word or after the animal was announced, they would give a little rating to how dangerous the animal was. Yeah, That was really cool, but through an audiobook, I feel like that was hard for me to digest because there was hundreds of animals that they went over in this book. There
0: was an hour and 40 minutes worth of animals. But yes, an
1: hour and 40 minutes worth of animals. How am I supposed to know, the, remember, the, the rating, you know? Mm-hmm. I think for me, they talk about the rating in the very beginning and they say if the beast is 1x, that means it's not dangerous at all. And then they go through what, what 1x means, 2x means, 3x means, 4x means, and then 5x. And 5x is like unheard of. You can't be, even come close to the animal. You're dead. Or, yeah, you're dead. And throughout the audiobook, they would say like hippogriff. 3x or whatever it was at the time and for me that was just like ah, oh, that's defeating the purpose of the audiobook verse the textbook yeah hardback yeah form.
0: i agree with you 100 because i think that this audiobook was weaker with this audiobook form
1: yes it didn't add anything to it except the fact that eddie redmayne the star of fantastic beasts movie was reading it
0: i just don't feel like this should have been an audiobook
1: no 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 no
0: no it was just a way to charge $15 to people. Mm-hmm. And that was about it.
1: That was about it. And he was like, oh, I have an hour to kill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Although I did enjoy the little bits at the beginning that were explaining the different categories of beasts and the gnomes and the fairies mm-hmm. and the people. I did enjoy that, the council meetings and everything, yes. talking about where each continent stood with their different fantastic beasts. Mm-hmm. I liked that part because it gave a little bit more of a story and a background, to the book instead Mm -hmm. of just diving right into descriptions, So I really appreciate that part.
1: Mm -hmm. Like the author's note. Yeah. And it was coming from Newt. Yeah. So I I thought that was, it was a nice touch.
0: Yeah. And I think that the hardback version of this book is fantastic. I think it's a great little addition to the Harry Potter world Mm -hmm. just because it gives those people that are complete fans of everything Harry Potter a chance to see the textbooks that the characters were reading. Mm Mm-hmm. And to get to know the people that wrote the books, you know, of course, it says that it's written by Newt Scamander, but it's not. But it's not. But it just gives a little extra. Mm-hmm.
1: And I I agree. I think that J.K. Rowling has so much in her head. And I personally think that, you know, she is a creative genius in a way of, I have this information that I want to get to you. I've written seven books about it. But that information that I had, not all of it came in to those seven books. And also later down the road, I had more information that that came up. Mm -hmm. And so here's my way of giving this information to you.
0: Although, interestingly enough, this book actually came out in 2001
1: when did the last book came, come out?
0: The last book I believe came
1: out in 2007. 2007. Let's double check. Yeah, cuz we were graduating then. Yes. And yes. it's like we grew
0: up with them. Okay, Harry Potter the Philosopher's Stone came out in 1997, and then the second one came out in 98, third one came out in 99. Fourth one was 2000, fifth one was 2003. She started to be like, "Oh, there's a hype around this book." Yes. I'm going to start releasing mm-hmm. them every other year. Sixth one 2005 2007 So yeah, where first she was releasing them, like, very quickly, uh, with just a year in between, she started skipping years, which I have to say, that definitely built hype.
1: It definitely, I mean, got us some monies. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely buy this book hardback form. Yeah. I would never listen to this audiobook again.
0: Yeah. I can't say I would listen to it either.
1: No, yeah, Definitely i would rather watch the movie
0: well they have it's interesting because they have a screenplay book
1: of the movie
0: of the movie yeah
1: i thought that's the one we were getting me too oh my god but then i was like but then i thought i was like why is eddie redmayne reading all of those lines (laughs) from different characters and then i listened to it i was like oh okay (laughs)
0: <laughs> I just really, really, really don't agree with the fact that they had to make an audiobook for this textbook. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody if somebody is gonna read me my seventh grade math textbook, I am going to I'm gonna run out of the room.
1: Even not even math, like science. If someone read me a my zoology book, I'd be really hella bored.
0: Yes. And that's what I was with this book. Even with the sound effects, I was bored to tears. I was literally sitting In my room, crying, because I was so bored.
1: I never wanted the alphabet to go so much more quicker.
0: Right? At one point, I was like, oh, okay, we have to be almost done. And then he gets to the next uh, letter, and it was G. Yeah, it was G. I was was like, like, Jesus, Mary
1: and Joseph. I was
0: like, I can't do it. I can't do it.
1: (laughs) I was like, I can't go further. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, this book was too long.
0: Yes. All of that to say, this book was too too long the hour i was like this is where my life ends
1: yes (laughs) oh so how did you listen to this book
0: i listened to it at the gym okay where i listened to all the books i don't want to listen to Uh,
1: you (laughs) listen to ready player one on the gym
0: i did start ready player one at the gym but then i took it home because i got invested
1: Mm, okay well this book i listened to it in one drive to Nowhereland basically <laughs> it was my it was my work it was about a hour there and back and i definitely sped this up me too i'm not gonna lie me too i sped it up to like 1.5 i
0: i took it up too
1: i was like i can't be listening to this slow motion mm-mm, mm-mm. and i finished the book in an hour so sorry about it red so yes i would choose the hardback book and not the audiobook and I, I would choose
0: would... that the hardback book come off the shelf and fly and hit me in the face before I ever pick up this audiobook again.
1: Oh, yeah. I would love to be eaten by one of these beasts.
0: I would be eaten by the griffin.
1: Oh, yeah. A 4X. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, long story short, we gonna shove this audiobook <laughs> in a pits of hell. Sorry about it.
0: Whatever the meanest, most grossest beast there is. Mm-hmm. Can come up and he can eat this book out of our hands. We can take our hands with us.
1: We gonna add avada kedavra that <laughs> like umbridge gangster. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> did we cover everything? I
0: think so. I mean, do you think that there's even time to get? Did you get a clear picture? No, of this book.
1: I did not get a clear picture. I got a clear picture of a textbook.
0: I like how we started talking about it in a very positive light, <laughs> but then we're basically like no we tried it that's the thing though is that we think that the textbook itself is very ingenious
1: very cool
0: it's just the audiobook was unnecessary and
1: we're here to review audiobooks we're not here to review the textbook
0: yes and i gotta be honest why are you selling this audiobook for 15 dollars when it is a dictionary
1: yes
0: with some sounds
1: yes yes
0: like, I don't get it. I don't get who needed to pay their rent this month. That they were like, you know what sounds like a good idea? Turn in this textbook into an audiobook.
1: And let's hire Eddie Redmayne.
0: Yeah, how much money did that spend?
1: Probably all, of, lo- it? all of it. Anyway, we go and to shove this.
0: Thanks for listening. Please follow along with us as we go through our next fantastic adventure. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at AudioshelfMe. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music.
1: And if you want to be a good little fantastic beast, why don't you go to our website and click the Audible link to download two free audiobooks of y'all choosing's
0: We don't choose this one.
1: Don't choose this one.
0: Yeah. Please go somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Choose two of the Harry Potter ones. We don't care, but not this one.
0: Yeah. Just stay away from this one.
1: Well, thank you for joining.
0: Thank you, little fairies, for tuning in.
1: Don't, little gnomes. Don't be a gnome. Be a fairy.
0: That's mean to gnomes. I can't help it.
1: Gnomes are short people, and short people don't have problems. You gotta pick them up just to say hello. They ride in their little cars that go beep, 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 and their little voices go peep, peep, peep. Ain't got no reason.
0: Gnomes. Gnomes. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that the most terrifying episode of R.L. Stein's Goosebumps was that gnome episode because i did not see that coming oh
1: no 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 i was gnome. like
0: my grandma's got gnomes are they gonna attack me
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah and that one in the book like attacked that dude it wasn't yep. like i don't know what that was that was like a i don't know
1: yep mm.
0: that wasn't a gnome that attacked him but it was a garden animal okay well we got a little off track
1: Bye. Beep, Boobs. Did you say boobs? Sorry. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday.
0: If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me.
1: We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Oh, so we want to get to the book?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Tome. Tome. Okay.
1: The basilics. Basil It came out pretty recently, like after the the books were completed. Right?
0: Yeah. Shit, no. Wait. Sorry, you did.
1: Majuzology. Wait.
0: So I start the books at the gym. I get a nice feel for them.
1: My, sorry, my eyes had a crack.
0: <laughs> it does have a crack.
1: Well, you know what kind of crack I mean.
0: <laughs> uh. So I start the books at the gym. That's... God, I cannot get through this. This stupid little part Sorry I, of my defense. 4XL.
1: He's like, I'm an Oscar winner. That's not even his voice. I'm an Oscar winner.
0: That's not even his voice. I'm an Oscar winner. That's definitely not yeah. his voice. Wow.
1: And if you want to be a good little fantastic beast, why don't you go to our...